This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Dick Toledo here, and you found the resting place for all HMS podcasting. 98kupd.com, within the 98kupd app, and podcastone.com. And this week, all podcasting content is brought to you by our friends at Chapman Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram. Check out their hundreds of new and used inventory at chapmandodge.com. You want to get away. Far away. To a place people aren't. You know what'll get you there? A Jeep. That's right, an off-road machine with a big lift and big tires. A rolling definition of go big or go home. And at Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can save big on every new Jeep during the Jeep Adventure Days. Happening now. Visit us at the Scottsdale Auto Show off the 101 and Indian School Road or do it all online at ChapmanDodge.com. Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Get more. All birds morning sickness. Disgusting. They smell. They're sticky. They say things that are horrible. It's the Homburg's Morning Sickness Show. Freaking perfect out, man. <clears throat> it is absolutely perfect out. Just go sit in this mess. By the way, Brady, your daughter is on the... Uh, and if you realize that she is over there on the uh, cameo, she's doing cameo. Listen, really? listen, yeah, this is a good one. She uh, evidently did a birthday thing for somebody here. Here's Kirby D. Williams. How you doing, you old pirate? Tyler, thank you for being such a fan of mine. It means so much. I hope you have the greatest birthday and an incredible year ahead full of happiness and blessings. That's happening from here on out, Brady. We're Smooth. Gonna... How you doing, you old pirate? <laughs> Hey, Kirby Derbs. Yeah, Daddy's home. All right. Get in the hot tub with me. Let's talk about your day. <laughs> do this. Let's do this, Daddy. My daddy's home. The old pirate's back and ready to go. What's for dinner, swashbuckler? <laughs> <laughs> Kirby, this is silly. Stop it. Come on, baby. Uh, this guy said, look, this cameo thing, I've been listening for a long time. It would mean a lot uh, if you would tell me to go F myself. And then tell uh, have do Brady explaining that he's a boy because I haven't heard that in a long time. All right? Billy, go f*** yourself. And I'm a boy. There you go. It's done. 30 bucks. Simple as punch. Somebody else said uh, they'd like me to do this as Sheriff Joe. Uh, I just want to say happy birthday to the chair, Brett Vesley, from his, mo- uh, from his mother, or as she is known as Mama Wap. Hopefully, Brett gets his birthday noodle covered with her Mama Wap gravy. <laughs> Happy birthday, Brett! I hope the I hope the Wap juice goes down smooth. Jeez. Great job, Mama Joe. Wap. Thanks a lot, Thanks, Brady. Joe. Telling everybody to get the Wap juice in their gut. Brady, I don't know what Wap juice is. Did you sell that at Porkopolis? It's good, it's good for you. Your Wap ribs. Yeah, mop them up. Maybe I can mop up with some bread. Get that going there. Yeah, I love that. That Kirby D is on there. Everybody, Brady, you got to get on this. Thing. 
I think that's the thing that would be – that's begging for money in the street to me, this cameo thing. It's just – it's no different than saying, oh, what do you need me to say? Can I have 12 – it's what Charlie Creedle always does. Give me 10 bucks. Yep. I'll do it for 10. It's, it's ridiculous. I'm doing – I don't need anything you want for $10. Remember he would – he considered blowing me for a PlayStation? Yep. What? Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. I, no. He was begging me. It, it, it started with like – Hey, give me $10 and I'll get home. And he would, and then he started to end every begging session with "Have an open mind." I'm like, "Have an open mind to what? Giving you money?" And I'm like, "I give you money when you you just don't ask for money for." Well, I came all the way down here for what, Charlie? You got wrestling tickets. Every time you show up, you get something. Yeah, but I need money to get back on the bus, and I did you a favor. You did me a favor. Okay, <laughs> deal. And then at the end, he goes, "I said, what do you want more than anything to make it so this all stops? You quit begging me for money. If I got you a thing." Well, if I got a PlayStation, that would be pretty great. PlayStation, you'll stop asking me for cash. Yeah. Like, what are you? I think do? it was a PlayStation Three. It at was the a PlayStation Three. I said, oh. "What do you? What do you want? What do, What do I get? What do you want? Well, blow me! Come on! Like, Come on! Oh. Charlie, I'm not kidding. Take they, take those gums and get to work. Like you know. Let's hey, he didn't have this. any teeth. So. None. It, it might have been. I might have gone back for more. Come on! And then he comes. A couple games. He comes. He goes to the bathroom. He does that weird walk down the hall, goes to the bathroom, and then comes back. And goes, all right. I'm like, all right, what? I'll do it. I'm like, you blow me for a PlayStation? <laughs> and for like a good minute and a half, I was like, do it. <laughs> what do you have to do? Go brush his gums or I something? Honestly, what are you yeah. doing? <laughs> anyway, I'm going to take a piece of Trident. I'm going to do some gum. Because you got to have Minty for the PlayStation. It seals on there. <laughs> yeah, you got you to gotta make sure that you smell nice when, when you're out there. <laughs> well, he's got a PS Five. Really he's got an yeah. Oculus headset. I don't yeah. know where he's getting this yeah. stuff from. Yeah, uh, balance my balls like you're one half of a scale, and I'll get your game. Come on, come on. Have an open mind, Charlie. All right, I'll do it. That was the weirdest moment of my life. He was so against it. He comes out of the bathroom. All right, I'm good. like he contemplated it. All right. Okay. But I, I think I'd, it would be like uh, the scene in uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark when the dude's jaw falls off. Melt. <laughs> yeah, I, just, I feel like, well, my stuff would definitely melt in that toxic environment. But I think his whole face would just start to peel off. Anyway, if you want cameos, Brady will do it for free. <clears throat> if I get Trip to do those cameos, that would be great. Brett. Oh, no. It's your boss. <laughs> no, 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 no. Hi, Brett. Um... John just gave me 50 bucks to send you a message to remind you that the wake-up song is imperative to the show. And, 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 if it's not good, then there's no more Brett on the show. Yeah. And, and, and... That's the long cameo. If you, yeah, well, it was worth it. Get your money's worth it. Yeah, speaking of long, that's what your mother said. Oh, come on. Right before I found where her WAP was. I needed a, I needed a Brazilian guide to get through the jungle, but I, I found it. Oh, come on. Torp. Yeah. Uh, it's Torp Hogan here for a cameo. Happy birthday to my friend uh, Brett Vesley. I hope he gets his WAP gravy from Mama. <laughs> and always remember... Hair pie is a woman's sewer. <laughs> hey, hey. Good one, Dad. All right, shut it off. Yeah. How much uh, did they make? What was that? Twelve fifty. 
Hey, hey, hot dog. Hot diggity. <laughs> That's two dogs over at Hungry Harry's. <laughs> What's it called? Hungry Herman's. Herman's. There you go. Sorry. <laughs> I knew it was alliterative. I just didn't remember the name. It's pretty good. <laughs> What are you going to do? It's hard to it's hard to forget your story about a man standing on your roof while you're at Hungry Harry's for a couple hours. John, please and tell me your boy Tom Brenneman hasn't turned a cameo oh, to make money. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I could do audio cameos for yeah. days. You just couldn't see it. Happy birthday to Holmberg's neighbors, Michael and Troy. Together? Yeah. <laughs> Always together. Like circus elephants. One's got his trunk and the other one's tail. Because they hail from f- city. <laughs> that might be a good move for him to get on a like, pride cameo. Yeah. Pride oh. cameo. <laughs> all right. Listen up here. It's Tom Brenneman, wow. former voice of the Cincinnati Reds, and I'm talking to all you man-on-man butt f- out there. Look, you need to have pride in your shameful lives. It's time you looked in the mirror and said, yeah, it's wrong, but I'm going to go outside anyway. So get on out there, f- have yourself a day. And try not to f*** me. Brenneman. OJ's got to be on there. Is OJ on Cameo? Find him. What does OJ cost? And Fred Goldman gets the money. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's maybe oh. a reason why he's not. Oh, OJ. I bet you he is on it. Because his ego wouldn't allow it. He's got Twitter. Is OJ, come on, please. Fingers crossed. Come on, OJ. Cameo? No? Can't have felons on Cameo? John, this is Michelle and Phoenix. I'd like a cameo of Kirby D telling Daddy Brady, (laughs) Curbs, massage Daddy's hillbilly hole. Daddy is super sore. (laughs) Hillbilly. All right, you got it, Michelle. This is for you, Michelle. Hey, Daddy, how are you, old pirate? Want to get your hillbilly hole massaged by a young lady? That's a deal. Bring it right on over Bring it right on over here. And you know what? Let's moisten it up in that hot tub with a couple of Coke 45 swashbuckler. <laughs> no, OJ. Damn it. You're right, though, because Goldman gets money. Maybe. Or just OJ's maybe. not allowed on there. Maybe, yeah. maybe Cameo's like, no, we don't necessarily <laughs> but want again, to. But again, Carol Baskin's tried. on there for. She's not. Twitter's on there. Well, neither's OJ, but. Right. Carol Baskin is still, it's a fine line, but she's not OJ. <laughs> no, that guy came out the other day and There's said new. that, yeah, the wife came out and said, my husband was told by her to to, to grind the husband up, right? The other friend's husband w- brought the van out and then yeah. came back in a different car. And said, she said he told her, yeah. I was told to grind up the body yep. of Don Baskin. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. So that's out there. It's been out there, but we, there's, I mean, if they ground up the body, and then Larry's listening to this podcast yesterday. Did he talk to you about that? No. It's, uh, he's he's like, you got it, because serial killer people like Larry, and uh, we like that. So he's like, you got to listen. It's called Where the Bodies Are Buried. And he's got this thing. And this, this cross-country trucker who killed folks, the guy interviews. The, he's got David Berkowitz, son of Sam. He's got like actual face-to-face sit-downs with, with these killers, right? And then it's a roundtable about what they just heard the guy talking about. So this, uh, this uh, cross-country trucker said, uh, we're all killers. 
and you see a cross-country trucker, he's a murderer. It eventually happens. And he's like, well, and he's killed. And he goes, it's, why, you're a transient. You're isolated all the time. Uh, you go to these truck stops. There's, there's like uh, human beings that, you know, are trying to hurt you and rob you. He goes, I guarantee if he, so you're on the road and it's 3 in the morning and there's a trucker next to you, he's a murderer. <laughs> he's like, I got, they're all over. You get, it's easy to dispose the bodies. It's, it's good to get, you can get rid of anything at any time. It's simple. Oh, man. Yeah, and, and so I'm sitting there, you know, buying into that whole thing, like how many times I've been at a truck stop driving back from L.A. or whatever and taking the you know, middle-of-the-night route so there's no traffic. I've been in plenty of cabs at been, truck stops. You, you, hey, can I check it out? <laughs> have you really? No. I bet you have one. Have no. You, you have never done it? No. I've thought about I've it. I've been but. to plenty of truck stops growing up, you know, when you – on family trips and stuff. My old man was a truck driver. You know, a cross country one. Uh, well, yeah. he it was it, it wasn't cross country, but he would he had you know road he was a road driver, so he'd go here to California, here to Texas. But yeah, it wasn't, he didn't my like, mom was. He wasn't out. You would say again. My mom was cross country, cross country truck, oh, really? truck driver. She, she owned Killer. a trucking. She owned a trucking company, and she drove. Uh-huh. And my wow. stepdad was was the main over the road, but when he was down, she would run the truck. Coast to coast, Massachusetts to California. No kidding. Yeah. Your mom was hard leather, she was hard ass, <laughs> <laughs> shooting mice in the house and killing people on her uh, cross country yep. truck drive. Ask her that. I will. But yeah, just to say, hey, not you, maybe not you, but is it true that there's a? Because then you start thinking about it, like, man, what else is there to do but kill some truck stop hookers? Pay eight dollars for a shower and yeah. you're good to go. And you're miserable and you're you know you're alone. Yep. And there's. Nothing but cocaine and hookers this and was pressure. In the early late seventies, early eighties. <laughs> it may be different today, but I guarantee you the seventies when there was no internet and yep. you couldn't DNA track stuff yeah, on your CD. And you didn't realize how much out. Yeah. traffic was going on. Hung five. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, the hitchhikers yeah. that are missing. Yep. Nobody ever notices when the truck pulls over and says, "Oh, I saw that girl on the side of the road. She got into a truck." Nobody would notice. They just know that the, the guy got rid of her. It makes sense. Like it totally adds up that that would be the thing. I mean, I I took a picture of the. It just reminded me of the last time I went to San Diego a couple of years ago, and it was off the eight. I killed a man. That no, the truck stop. Uh, it's there for. It's been there for years. It's not Dateland, but it's like right in between. Off there. the ten or the eight. It's a hand. It's off the eight. Okay. I believe. Yeah. And you know, it was just recently painted, but it just says massage room <laughs> and <laughs> hand paint. Sure, that wasn't in Mesa. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, right. Quartzsite has that. I pulled over. It might have been. I pulled over in Quartzsite once because they were having like a street fair off the I-10. You're going 140 miles an hour, and you get to Quartzsite, and then you got to slow down because it's, it's a city. And they had all these tents set up, and I pulled over every tent. And I'm not kidding. Everyone was crystals and porn tapes. What a choice! And, and because they were setting up, I guess Quartzsite has the world's largest RV thing. Like every November. People in RVs oh, yeah. just flock to Quartzsite. Well, it becomes like the fourth largest city in Arizona because it's like 100,000 people show up. So they started to set up their tents, but every tent was uh, rocks that had shine on them and porn tapes, old 80s porn tapes, not videos, not just tapes. And then, not like, DVDs or anything. No, oh, wow. tapes. And they were well-worn. These were like, I'm done. It was a bad garage sale for like a guy who jerks off a lot. That's it. It was weird. And I went to, I'm like, look at this. This is crazy. I went up to the next booth. Cooked carrots. <laughs> right. <laughs> also well-worn. <laughs> it's weird. It was like, you know, leftovers and it was strange. But yeah, went in there and I looked and I'm like, every every single guy is getting rid of his porn tapes. 
at the Quartzsite Fair. The Wally Bynums did something similar. It's like an RV group or something like that, and they're massive. They would take over Perfect my name. hometown. Yeah. And they they'd come to town too, and they'd have like a little fair set up yeah. on the outside of their their little group. But they took over the whole town. Well, I asked why so many porn tapes, and they're like, because most of the trucks that stop because it was mainly trucks. Most of the trucks that stop can't have DVD players in their car because it'll shake, rattle, or whatever. Oh yeah. So they use tapes. So I'm like, so the truckers are jerking off to these tapes while they're driving. Yeah. And this was probably 1999, 2000, so Sweet. it was before with the those, internet uh, where you could have With porn. their massage seats that they have? Yeah. Well, now. I don't know if those old Peterbilts were that comfortable. They had the old air <laughs> pressure thing. Yeah, maybe. But it was strange. There was that old there, truck stop just uh, just as you got right over – right before you get over to the border of California. That was It was a huge truck stop, and it was a big sign that said, uh, adult videos here, and yeah. it was just – and that thing is shut down now. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know. It got a little bit gross when you get people get stuck to the floor. Too many missing. Yeah, it looked like the Krispy Kreme factory blew up. You couldn't have that in there. <laughs> it's crazy. So OJ can't be on cameo, and neither can truck drivers, as far as we know. Ron Jeremy's available. Well, he's uh, notify well, me when Ron Jeremy is available. Yeah. <laughs> notify <laughs> me when he's he's he was available. <laughs> yeah, he's on there. He's got to pay for his yeah. defense fund. Yeah, you can give him five hundred bucks. He'll show up and and just grope you. I had another person email me and say I was at a party with Ron Jeremy and it was creepy. We stayed away from him like he had AIDS. And I'm like, a he probably does. B the party with Ron Jeremy is automatically going to be weird. Yeah, it's like having Barry Manilow at your house and not asking him to sing. I mean, he was at our baby shower and uh, didn't really yeah. change him much. Yeah, we're getting mad at Barry Manilow yeah. if he started singing at your house. Like, you're, if Barry Manilow's over at the house and you've got a piano and he sits down and starts to play, you're like, how dare you? Weekend in New England, you by the baby. Barry, please, you're accosting us. Ron Jeremy is going to be sexual at your party because that's what he does. I don't think, I think it's wrong what he did, but I also think it didn't happen at the Safeway. You were at a party with Ron Jeremy, and Ron Jeremy turned into Ron Jeremy, and you got mad. And there's a large percentage of people that want him to do that. That's why he's there. Yeah. Ron Jeremy's here. It's a badge of honor for him to grab your wife's cans. And somebody said that they met him at one of our events. Was it you? Yeah. And that uh, he was grabbing people's boobs, oh, yeah. and everybody's running oh, up yeah. going, sign this. And that's all he knows. He's going to go to jail because he's a horrible human being, but we knew that. It's funny. His tagline is, Ron Jeremy is one of the most recognizable faces on the planet. Really? Faces? Yeah. Faces, yeah. yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> he, he is now. He's Because his face reminds you of what he's really recognizable for. Uh, speaking of recognizable faces, have you been, I've been, I watched the news story on my internet last night about that Jessica Krug lady, the uh, professor of African-American studies at George Washington University, who turns out to be a Jewish white woman. But what? she's written books about, uh, like, uh, the she African- She survived Dolezal? Yeah, she's she's a bigger Dolezal. Dolezal became the NAACP president in Tacoma, and she was faking being black. Uh, Spokane. Spokane, you're right. Yeah. And then this lady in New York has become uh, like the head of African-American studies at George Washington University and written books about it that have won her awards. Right. And now they're saying uh, she's This like, historian can't uh, – in, in order to be a historian right. of that, you need to be – Well, you can't – be filled with, you know, like, I guess, I don't know. You can't be a, a she's fraud. She's not saying she is black. Oh, is yeah, she? she is. Oh, she is? Oh, okay. absolutely. She changed her yeah. name. There's she a little problem. Yeah, she used to yell at people when they were in her neighborhood. She had this lady on the, on the news thing last night from Sweden who lived down the street from her, and she would jog by the house and say, what you doing today, gentrifying? 
she was like mad at the neighborhood white people for for ruining her neighborhood. And that was her big speech she gave about her neighborhoods getting effing gentrified and white people wrecking this and that. She's going on and on. And then it turns out her mom even died. And she didn't go to the funeral because uh, she'd have had to admit that was her mother and then that her white mother is dead. So she skipped her funeral, her mom's funeral completely. She put this big mea culpa out over the weekend to say, I, uh, I'm a horrible person. I've been deceiving all these. I've been lying about this. She's taking grants. To now be, she's running by her mother's grave. What's she, she trip- doing? Petrifying? <laughs> yeah, what's she doing? <laughs> Gentripetrified? Yeah. She attributed her appropriation of black identities to unaddressed mental health demons from her childhood. Yeah. Sounds convenient. Her, her name is, she called herself Jessica, Jessa, because her name is Jessica Krug, but she called herself Jessa Bombalera. And uh, she said, I'm here in El Barrio, East Harlem. You probably heard about it because you sold my f- neighborhood to developers and gentrifiers. <laughs> she got a thing that her people, the Jews and whites, have been gentrifying neighborhoods, and she thinks she's black. She had a number of black identities yeah. over the course of her adult and was winning and awards. professional life, including being Afro-Caribbean and then also North African, when in fact she's a white. She's a Jewish white woman from Kansas. But she went on this thing. But if you watch this thing, it's fascinating because here's the question. Her book, which garnered her tons of awards and attention, still good, is it right? still good? Right. Or because it was written by a fraud, is it not good? It's still good, right? It's got to be still good. Like if, if, if the people in the community read it and said, this is hitting home on all the points and she's right about all this stuff, isn't the book still good despite this crazy person being the writer of it? You know that was written by a Jewish woman. Yeah, but still, she nailed it. You can't pay attention to her anymore, but her work she's may have pretty. still been. Hey, look, she's still. And the problem people are having is she got like college grants. You think she's pretty, by the way? Whoops. What? You think so? Yeah. Really? In what wow. way? She looks like uh, Jeff's wife from Curb Your Enthusiasm. She does. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. That's the same picture. Yeah, she's pretty. You're not looking at the little. The, a, you're looking at her boobs. No, you're looking at the boy over yeah, the that's ad, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're looking at that He's as Stratton handsome University. young Mormon for Stratton University. Yeah, I don't think so at all. But yeah, the uh, it's a crazy story. But I don't think it makes her work bad. But she took grants and money to go to college to become a professor of African American studies at George Washington University. Did the people who hired her get in trouble? No, I wouldn't think so. You don't. I mean, you, you know, would think not. But they're pretty. They're they're feeling fairly foolish. Right? I don't think they they called uh, and did DNA tests or anything ahead of time just to make sure. Look, we've had a problem with this in the just, past. Can you spit in this, please? We have to make sure. Let me just swab your mouth before we go any further, because uh, I have hired Jewish women who said they're black in the past. I look like a fool. Does it? Do you have to be uh, black to teach that? I think I would. I don't think if I walked into a classroom for African American studies and I saw a white person teaching it, I would take it very seriously. Would you? <clears throat> Probably. Not. I mean, I no. would want. I want. I want Carnell West, or I would want somebody. I, I had want two, Shaft. I, had, um, <laughs> I want Shaft. somebody. I want somebody angry and black teaching that class. Cory Booker. Uh, no, he's, he's not angry he's, enough. No, he's I had two. two. Yeah, I want um, Samuel L. Jackson. You did African American studies. Yeah, and and uh, it was a black professor and a white. You know, I wouldn't take the white professor seriously for any of that. At it all. Was a, it'd be a little tougher. Yeah, not at to all. To be honest. Yeah, I would. I would tougher. think he would. You uh, want some authenticity? He'd trim the edges of the ugly yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. He'd be like, mm, "This makes my people look pretty bad." I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna I'm gonna cushion that one. Well, 
there are those on the other side that that get probably yeah. a little bit more into it than than the black professor would because Maybe. out of guilt. Like this lady just yeah. painted herself. I want to walk into the room and see a guy in a Kangol hat go, sit the f*** down. <laughs> like Bruce Arians? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bruce Arians or Sam Jackson, somewhere in between the two. All right, class starting now. Sit the f*** down. I want him to be 15 minutes late for the morning class. I want it to be authentic. <laughs> Dress. Listen, all you crackers over here, my brothers and sisters right. over here. I'm separating all the crackers in the back. I don't want you to hear everything. <laughs> Some of this gets ugly, and it's your fault. Sit the f- down. And I want an Afro pick. I want the full like, like Huey Newton kind of yeah. Black Panther. Well, you do stuff. want Cornell West? Don't yeah, you? I want well, Cornell. He's awesome. <laughs> he's great. I love that guy. He's. I love how he talks. I love how he looks. <laughs> I love everything about that guy. And he's smart. And he just makes sense. And he sometimes gets into these rhythmic patterns of speech that I absolutely love. But I want. I don't want a. Hi, my name's Mr. Todman, and I'm your professor of African American studies. Of Goodson Todman? Yes, I'm the brother of Mark Goodson, Bill Todman, <laughs> creators of the feud and several other. Anyway, we're here to talk about the Negro experience. I don't oh, want to hear no. from him. I don't want that. I want sit the f- down. You're going to learn today. That was the uh, the black professor was female, and she. Definitely came from the uh, the seventies, yeah. Uh, protesting and yeah. all that, uh, like, and that was the deal with the class. It was the and so he was the history side of it. Oh, there were two Basically. teachers. Yeah. So she came. Wow, that was like uh, wow. It was a split, split squad. You get different perspectives. Yeah, I guess so. So it was Captain and Tennille. <laughs> yeah, more like uh, Jackson Uh-oh. and McCartney. Oh, okay. So it was yeah. a one-off, but it was yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be like the Jeffersons' neighbors, the Willises. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Up. That's <laughs> it. It's Tom and Helen Willis. Here we go. <laughs> Who occasionally went, say, say, say what you want. <laughs> and they, it was, so they just tag team teach? I'd never had two teachers in one class. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah, it went back and forth. Uh, and then it was the history of nonviolence. Protest. Well, that's just insulting. So every, every once in a while, the white guy would get up and go, that's enough, honey. I got this. And then she'd have to sit down and acquiesce to the white man as he taught African-American history. Um, I wouldn't take that seriously. What was your grade? Do you remember? Did you do your reports at all? I think it was one of those glorious classes where it's pass-fail. Pass the old pass-fail. It and was the bl- final was – Ironically the- enough, black and white. Yeah. It's one or the other. Yeah. <laughs> I failed. Did you fail? No. It? Did you ever fail a pass fail? Um, I quit going to a pass fail. So that's I how I failed. No, I didn't. Yeah. No, you never failed it. Of the ones I went to, I never Did never you ever failed. fail a class? No, I got a, uh, a D, D minus. That's passing, man. Yeah. It's ugly passing, but, but it's I passing. Had my what was that class? Do you remember? Greek into Latin. Ooh. What the hell were you what? thinking? Yeah, I... You can barely speak English. What? <laughs> Well, I think combining two languages you don't what know. What if he's so fluent in Latin <laughs> no, yeah, that well, we don't no even No wonder know. he stumbles over everything. He's confused. <laughs> yes. He's got 30 dead languages in his head. Why? Because there's a it was like a 50-page term paper at the yeah. end. That was the I mean the Look, guy would really I can tell you right. Class. Now. The biggest mistake Our file cabinet in the fraternity was oh, that needed to be updated. Right. You were um <laughs> You were foolish that day because you didn't have self-awareness enough to know that if you went to a Greek into Latin class, you wouldn't make nothing about Greeks, uh, gay Greeks banging gay Latins the entire time. Like you can't talk about Greece. All right. Get out of here. Get out of the class.
What did Turkey say when it invaded? What was it? No, What's your joke? if uh, Greece attacked Turkey, or if uh, if Turkey attacked Italy That's from right. the rear, right? Would Greece help? Right. <laughs> That's good. I know. See, I know. <laughs> and he learned that in Greek to Latin studies. Did you have a uh, somebody named Topadopoulos uh, teaching that class? I wouldn't take that seriously either. No, Mr. Todman was, was there. Hi, Mr. Todman, and we're here for Greek to Latin. I'm like, no, we're not. Bye. I need Krakos Papadopoulos to be my teacher for anything Greek. I would have like, learned, learned from Yeah, that. I like all my stereotypical stuff to be taught to me by that thing. I end up learning more Greek at the uh, Euro place run by Vasilius Prokos. <laughs> Cash only. That's all. That's all Check, you need to no do. good. What makes them tick? No chick. Cash only. You like the juice. Vasilius, I'll have the Euro platter. Euro. Euro. You like the juice. You like the juice. No, no check. Cash. Euro. I want all my stuff. I want Spanish teachers to teach me Spanish. Like Homer Simpson says, I like my homosexuals flaming. (laughs) (laughs) I like all that to be out loud. I like people to be proud of their, their thing and do it. So this guy says, John, I'm with you. I want Red Fox to teach me. I, yes. I want the soup Nazi to teach me yes. Greek. I want all of that. Sit down, you big dummies. I'm going to have us a class. Big dummy. Crack it, get in the back. Today we're going to talk about the big one. We're going to talk about the big one. Slavery. <laughs> the oh, today, one. Today's going to get heavy. Let me hear. Hold up your hands. If you, you're slavery. Like you had them. Oh, I'm not going to admit to that. That's terrible. Lions! John, if I'm in one of those 300-person classes with stadium seating and Furious Styles blows oh, through the door at the bottom, yes. I'm in. I'm, I'm paying double. <laughs> Good afternoon, Trey. Oh, this is going to be great. Oh, my God. Furious Styles. Furious Styles. <laughs> Man, your dad should have been a preacher or something, man. <laughs> he speaks the truth. He's a college professor now. Yeah. <laughs> we need to keep everything black-owned, black-operated. You understand that? How we do that with all these kids running around shooting each other? That's what they want, my brother. <laughs> they want you out there shooting each other. Why do you think there's a liquor store in every corner of black community? Ain't in Beverly Hills. They want us to kill ourselves. And there's me in the uh, crowd in the class. Tell yeah. me more, Furious. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Furious, you're speaking the truth. <laughs> I'm both elbows on the desk. <laughs> Brother Brady, you were a good man. I hope someday your daughter you're turns into lady. a small black <laughs> boy. <laughs> Brady's daughter is uh, Martin Luther King's dream. Someday, little white girls will turn into little black boys. I have a dream. John, you've said it for years. You want your your food to be cooked by the same yes. race that originated yes. it. I want my teachings to be coming from the same race as I well. I hate going into sushi places and hearing, Ole! instead of <laughs> whatever they I don't want Mexicans dressed as ninjas to make my sushi. What is that thing they scream? Pinota! I don't yeah. know what that is. I just like when I see Japanese people doing the work. I want that. Hey. I hate at a hibachi place. When a white guy, I'm Cliff. Oh, no. <laughs> no. We had that one guy show up, and he was- At uh, the table. He was Asian, and I was disappointed because his name was like Kevin. I'm like, no. <laughs> make symbols. Make your name symbols. I need this to be authentic. I'm paying. 
that's when the Asian guy at Kyoto came to the table. My name is Charlie. We're yeah. like, oh, oh no. boy, here we here go. We now go. it's a slur. I can't say your name. Can I call you something else like <laughs> Chef Schwa or something? I don't even know what your words are. Yeah, I hate that. I hate it. Hate it. Mexican restaurants with a kitchen full of white people. Terrible food. Guaranteed. And see, I'll, I'll appreciate it sometimes. Oh, you, because they no, learned the craft. On. No, they haven't learned it right. Come on. No. Remember at the end of Rocky uh, 2, 3, when Apollo and uh, and Rocky are in the ring and they're going to do a little sparring thing? Uh, no, Apollo, you taught me everything you know. I mean, come on. Almost everything, Stallion. Almost. <laughs> no decent person of culture will teach Whitey all of it. I already know that. Winston told me that once. I'm like, you can teach me how to make that brisket. I'm not teaching you all of it. Because then I'd be just as good. And he knows that white people will steal that. And then make money off of it. Not, re- I mean, never ever. I'll tell that right now. If you're brown, black, or not white, never uh, Italian. Never show white people the full recipe. No. We'll steal it. We'll start a restaurant. No, you know. and you'll be furious. And that's what we do. That's what Whitey does. We've always done it. You got. You got to understand though. When coming to that on the barbecue, you can no. give people all the stuff. Barbecue is about giving, and they, and they like, just can't go do ahead. It. Yeah. But well, I'll tell you right it. now, like, I guarantee recipe, you. All recipes the ingredients. Is different. Recipe Brady, is different. I guarantee you there isn't a black man alive that will give you. He will never give you your his full recipe on mac and cheese. He will not do it. Oh, I understand He'll leave that. out there's an ingredient. that won't, but there's a lot of people that like, like restaurants will say, yeah. you know, a really good restaurant will say, you want the re- – there's one uh, – I'm not giving you the whole thing. Here's the uh, mac and cheese Recipe. You go home and try to make it. You know why? It's, they didn't tell you the whole recipe. Yeah. And right. it sells you that they're right. the only ones that can do it. You're an idiot to think that they're going to go, here's everything we do. Go home. Do it and don't pay. You're an idiot but, restaurateur if you're giving out your recipes and saying, go ahead. The whole thing. You keep little secrets. You keep one thing secret. So when they go home and try to cook it themselves, it doesn't work. And they're like, yeah. well, theirs is better. There's no there's way. There's a gray area of when the, uh, you know, the thing that's missing on that stuff. I. All right, I've come around. Dear God, Storm Cloud, Storm Cloud. The Soup Nazi was actually an American actor born in Brooklyn. Uh, Shut up. Shut up. We know he was an actor. We don't think Soup Nazi wasn't real. Someone was making a point. And that, uh, the person before that wanted him to teach him Greek. I wanted (laughs) to learn Greek from the Soup Nazi. That's right. He wanted his Greek stuff from a Greek man. He's basically using the Soup Nazi as that. Stop it. Yeah, I, I like all my stuff to be authenticated. I want Italian food from Italians. You want I agree, Italian food. Absolutely. Yeah, and, there's, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. If I went into an Italian, we went into that place, that Italian restaurant, remember? And it was an Asian guy. Yeah. You and I went in to get sandwiches at a pizza and Italian food. And we walked yeah. in, and it was like full out, like, hello, how you do? Like, no. Oh, no. No. Come I'm on. Gonna, I, I'll have a, um, I had a sub sandwich. <laughs> I wanted to get like Italian food. I had a sub sandwich. I'm like, he can do that. You like ravioli? No, not not from you. Go away. No, I don't want you to even try to. They'll be fishing it. I don't no, want that. No, Chef Charlie. No. We, don't, we don't want that, uh, please. <laughs> Hi, Charlie. How are you? I make uh, fish ravioli. No. Sushi ravioli. Raw sushi inside. Of, no, no shells and, and sushi. No. That guy made bank. This is gravy like, uh, like a mama make. No, it's not. <laughs> I don't like that. And much like people of culture want to walk into a restaurant. Like Brady's, a uh, former restaurant, and see that we serve uh, really bland chicken and some white bread. That's about all the white people have ever accomplished. Okay, okay John, col- I got to go to England and tell me that our culinary accomplishments as white people has been any good at all. None. We all have right. nothing. Name right. one. Outside of Italians, that's not white. But, like, 
Euro Whitey has not come up with anything good. Bangers and mash? Ugh. Well, the French, shepherd's pie, are known for that the is cuisine. questionable. But, but if you go to England, sure, it's very bland. I mean, it's awful. Know. White people have not had of Swedish. That's why they have curry everywhere. That's not theirs. Yeah. Nordic people and European whites have zero culinary influence. What about your meatballs at Ikea? Come on. <laughs> Everything the Swedes came up with is bland and gross. Yeah, the lingonberry is pretty good. Diarrhea. That's why they went out and... <laughs> Broaden the horizon. That's right. That's why Marco Polo walked to China and said, I need something else. And he brought back noodles. Pepper was gold. Yeah. Right, yeah. John. Let's take it one step further. How do you feel about martial arts? Should my instructor of karate be Chinese? Man, that's Should a tough my one. judo instructor be Japanese? Yeah. I don't even know if those are right. Or of Asian descent? Where do you land on that? I take it more seriously, the ancient art uh, of that. But it's been. If, if Miyagi shows up? I'll tell you this. Uh, most martial arts has been absolutely ruined by uh, modification by all the white people that have and in other cultures that have tried to make it something else. Yeah, like I do the tactical black, which roots are based in Krav Maga, and uh, and uh, that's Israeli. They they came up with that whole thing, and I am happy to say that the people that I learn from are authentic. Are they? Oh yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. It's bad do- dojos like Cobra Kai. Right. Yeah, what if John Kreese shows up? Oof, man, yeah. that's Are you tough, in or out? I mean, it's just for the notoriety. I think Miyagi cool. or Kreese? Miyagi, all day long. That's why that movie's so great, because all it took was a guy telling you how to paint fences, and you knew you were a black belt, because he, he knew the ancient art better. You didn't have to go to some class and pay $45 a month and like sit with other kids and go through the motions from some typing teacher. Yeah. I mean, what would you rather have? A guy who played football coaching your football team? A guy who never played football? It's but the same study, thing. But study the game? No, I want a guy who played it every time. Yep. I can study the game. I'll never know what it's like out there. You can study it all day long. I at least played it, you know, college. For sure. You know, maybe, maybe, didn't, maybe didn't crack the pros, but yeah, something where he's like, I played this game and then got injured. or. Couldn't. But there's some that'll go even further. Well, all he went was uh, to a high school ball, and now he's a not coach. Not many. I'm not, I'm not going there with him. I need someone on a higher level of play yeah. in order to learn. are not many. Most of them at least played at a pretty big college, like college program and realized they're just you know not physically gifted enough, but they know the game. I don't want a guy who's like, I've never been on a field. But I've studied this game. You know, just you know, same with an Italian person. You know, I'm Italian. I got my mom's recipe. If I said, "Hey, I've got my mom's recipe for lasagna," and Brett said, "I have my mom's recipe for lasagna," it's just the same as picking uh, basketball. Like I always said, <laughs> yeah. you take DeAndre Ayton over Donka uh, or Luka Doncic. You're wrong, but your odds were Unless so much Todd better. Todd but you know, exactly, it- <laughs> and I got burned by Todd right. Merrill. I yeah. picked six foot four inch Todd Merrill, black guy. I'm like, I'm your first pick. He was the first overall pick in that night's basketball experience, and the man had two frying pans for hands. Said he just he didn't fess up. He'd never played basketball in his life. Yeah. I'm like, how does a six foot four inch black man show up at a basketball court for the first time in his late twenties and have the nerve to have the uh, Nike shorts and the Jordan shirt and the shoes? You looked the part. And little did you know, if you picked him on your swim team, you would have been. He was a the winner. best swimmer in the world, right? He just he was, but that's rare, and I don't like it. I like, and now it's but, changed, it, but, but you know, it's funny. doesn't mean you can't be good at it. But I'd much prefer if you're just going off of uh, basics. Like after a while, we could learn that my mom's gravy is better than your mom's gravy, and that's just a goof. 
But that's over experience. If you're picking right off the bat blind, I'm taking your mom's gravy. You're, you're playing the odds. Well, absolutely. I mean, every time. It's a smarter I move. I think there's some crossover, uh, you know, because when it comes to like sport, sports casters. Yeah. And the history, a lot of them have, don't have the, uh, they didn't play. The right. play, by, the play by play guys. Play by because play that's guys. Because that's a craft. Right. Right. You know? Yeah. Hosting a but show is yeah. different yeah. than being on the it. game. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's why it's hard for. But they don't. You know, they have a color John. commentary. Yeah. I know, but I, I'm talking about why it was harder at first initially. I'm saying when they bring uh, Beth Mullins in to call men's baseball. Well, no, or, she no, not call. Or, like, well, Beth Beth Mullins. Mullins. Yeah. Just bothers me because she's a bad broadcaster. Then she's yeah. got she's got the worst voice I've ever heard, and also I feel like they're doing that because of. I think there's a better person out there than her. It doesn't have to be a man, but every once. But in I while. prefer it to be a man. Yeah, it's yeah. a man's sport. Have you can call? You know, I'm I'm just old fashioned. You hate her way. still, but I've come around on Mendoza. Oh, Mendoza's the worst. I've come around. Whenever on she her. says you know, they fired her anyway, so she's not even. Yeah, that's anymore. true. So when she's you know used to say, "Man, there's nothing harder on an O2 count than sitting there trying to guess what." Oh, you don't know. And when you're standing there and see that fastball, you've never seen a professional. Don't. That was the thing that bothered me about her. She acted like she's been in the box. <clears throat> She may have. She, but, yeah. yeah, she might have done that. Right? But, WNBA. I, I liked her as a, like she seemed like a nice person, but I didn't like that they put her in that role as experienced baseball. But no, and she still was better than A Rod. Doesn't mean that just because you played, you're going to be good at it. But I would take like if you said A Rod or her to call a baseball game, I'm like A Rod. Like just going in blind. Like you want Alex Rodriguez or this girl who played college softball to call the game. I'm like Rodriguez because at least he can give me a little insight into what it's like. To stare down, uh, you know, Clayton Kershaw and understand how difficult that is and what to look for. She couldn't. I like my sushi from the Japanese. Mexicans dressed as ninjas has always bothered me. Now, that doesn't mean I didn't eat it. You still go, no matter what. Well, I don't go back, usually. Like, there's, there's sushi restaurants. Like at Hana. You ever been to Hana? It's on Seventh Avenue and uh, Missouri. It's no. authentic, and it's good. Like they like they brought me a plate. I went with Fitz, which is kind of a mistake because he knows a lot oh, of stuff. Geez. They brought me a plate that was just the jaw of a fish, and it looked like the jaw of a fish, little teeth and like and the meat on it. You're supposed yeah. to eat it off there, and it was good. <laughs> and the lady that came out, I didn't understand a word she said. Like that Thai restaurant in Vegas where that guy oh, yelled yeah. at me for thinking I could eat a five out of ten. <laughs> You want a hot? Ooh. Like a yeah, you know, like a six. You like hot? Yeah, I like hot. Full. Like no, I said five. Full. I'm five. Full. Like I'm, you're not gonna give me anything but four, are you? No, hottest food I've ever had in my life. I told you. Had a four? I told you. I told you. <laughs> had the little pepper on the menu. You have to guess one through ten. He was really super authentic. It was like the, it was like I was getting it from Yul Brenner and the King and I. <laughs> you will choose one, two, three, no higher. So Charlie Gonzalez was not serving yeah. you your Thai food or what? Hey, Holmes, what's going on? <laughs> Welcome to uh, Yellowgrass. I'm your server. Machi. I don't believe you. <laughs> what do you want tonight? We have great stuff from the chef. His name's Machi, too. You guys have the same social security card, and you live together, don't you? Your name is Chris Valenzuela. Yeah, so I like the authenticity. But it doesn't mean that you can't do it. Like, the proof in the pudding is DeAndre Ayton's going to get chosen visually a million times over Luka Doncic. Right, right. And it turns out you might have the future of basketball in Luka Doncic, and DeAndre Ayton is just going to be average. 
But you can't blame anybody for saying uh, majority of the time they're right. The six foot ten inch black guy is probably the one I want on my team. Just playing a lot of averages. Yeah. Who knew that the doughy white kid from Europe at age nineteen might be the best basketball player to ever set foot on the court? The kid's amazing. He's doing stuff nobody's ever done. He's not flashy. He's amazing. Anyway, I digress. If you're a person right now out there pretending to be a person of color <laughs> and you change your name from Jessica Krug to uh, Jessa Jessa Labamba Lambabera. That's two. You know there's got to be more. Oh, there's tons of them. I want to know how many black people I've met who aren't, aren't black. Oh, man. I want to know. Ones where you were, you were fooled or that you had questions? I don't know. Just wonder how many. Because I think Dolezal, I would have been like, I'd have been no, fooled. you're not. Really? Might have yeah. been fooled. I don't know about this one. But. If somebody comes up to you and and, and seems you're to be black, you're not going to say, you're not black. You yeah. get punched. I mean, Joe Biden is the only one that evidently is allowed to say that. <laughs> you don't know you're black. Come on, man. It's, uh, yeah. I mean, Brett, clearly Italian. <laughs> Barely employable. Doesn't know the alphabet. Oh, come on. <laughs> See? That kind of stuff. Today, I would say Brett's Asian. Yeah, he's got, he looks sleepy today. He's having my allergies. allergies he's killing me, man. This weather's great, but oh. it's murder. Yeah, people are dying. All right, here we go. Brett's time to shine. Oh no! All right, let's skip that wake up song on one more day. Trip, how was yesterday? All right, let's see if we get a. What about today? Uh, you know what? I'm not sure. Is there anything today? Oh, okay. Oh, good. Well, then he's oh. gonna lay. He's in a good mood. Let's not screw Fingers it up. Crossed. Do you have a suggestion, Trip? Okay. <laughs> Yeah, put okay. that one on. All right. Okay. Let's put that <laughs> one on. Let's put All that right. Beach Boys on. He wants. Uh, you just want something good? All right. <clears throat> Nothing. All right. Good. Got it. Here we go, Brett. Good luck. Uh, we got tons of stuff here. Terror, which we're not going to do. I, I love. Terror. I love terror too. But Terror's, Trip would come out. We're I'm doing glued. terror. We're doing Absolutely terror. not. Terror. No. Brett's Brett, call. No. Brett's suggestion for terror. He opened up. No, that was not me. That was from the. That was from Stick the Tight's Facebook. a great song it is, too. You will but, go a thousand miles an hour on your bike or jogging if Stick Tight comes out. There's a yeah, reason you're gonna why you opened por- with that. No, Brett, you're going to see that Porsche pick. come in here sideways. Turn it. What is terror? Oh, it's uh, standing in the unemployment line in the middle of the day when exactly. you haven't seen the sun for 20 years. All right. What else you got? Uh, Prodigy, uh, Soundgarden, Clutch, Alice ah, in Chains. I know which one we're picking. But which one? You know. You uh, see it. Not Terror. No. Uh, Primus? Soundgarden. There is Primus on there. They're all hitting me up with oh, Primus yeah. suggestions. Yeah, Soundgarden. that. Soundgarden's birth ritual. That should make Trip happy. I think so, yeah. Fingers crossed. Trip, do you know that song? What, 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 do, you, what do you think? All right. That's. Oh, my God. <laughs> Is that what you're calling Brett now? Okay, that's great. <laughs> All right. Do you want to do overnights? No. No, okay. He's only doing fits his show. All right, let's do it. Soundgarden's birth ritual. And don't get that live version. It's terrible. Don't get the deluxe one. Get the one right off singles. This song is Maybe my favorite sound. This is my favorite sound. Yeah, it's such a great song. He nails it. Oh, it's so good. And it's just energy. And it's good. It's a good wake-up song. Also, uh, acceptable. Big band. And again, Tripp's quote was, when Brett said, it's the listeners that suggested I'm actually going through and taking their requests. Why in the world would you ever do that? Let them tell you what to play. 
I just thank God he was never up at three in the morning when I was playing some of those sideshows because he, he would said he'd have come before. Unglued. I've heard him. Oh, he's been there. Well, because when we were talking about you know you needing some sleep, <clears throat> he's at three the three o'clock sideshow. I've heard it. I don't think anyone's going to miss it. <laughs> <laughs> And then he said, "If you want Brad in there for a little while, oh. <laughs> yeah." But he's talking to he's talking to tri- uh, Brad a lot. Brett Tripp doesn't sleep; he waits. Oh <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's horrifying. <laughs> Good one, Daddy. Good job, you old pirate. When you see Kirby at home, do you look for the thing now and go, "We gotta get rid of it"? Did you get rid of it? The stash that you mentioned? I shaved it. Yesterday. Did you shave your shaving her so it's going to come back twice as bad? Put her back in the barber chair. Got the hot. <laughs> you phoned her up. Cream. You did a straight razor yeah, to your daughter's face? Razor. That's terrible. It's about time you learn about the straight razor. <laughs> She's gonna, yeah, we got to get rid of that. She's probably got a better one than me. I've been, I've been looking at uh, uh, internet uh, stuff about beard transplants. What are beard transplants? I don't know, but it's it's I'm 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 truly bothered by the fact that everybody who's gone through the transition from woman to man has a better beard than I've ever even dreamt of, and it's mainly that Chaz Bono, and then there's a couple others. That lady that used to be that worked at that dog store I used to go to that's now a man that's a big, full, thick beard, and I can't grow one, and it makes me upset, and I don't want to take pills for it, but they will take the back of your head off and sew it to your face. <laughs> What? And I've considered that. Yeah, they take a giant chunk of the back of your head and sew it onto your face. And you hardly notice, and then the beard grows. It's a grafting? Yeah. Just, they pluck a ton of It's just the same as what they do for your forehead. Planning. It's like yeah, they, a, they, they, It's corn. They like just, laying sod? Yeah. Yeah, you're, it's bob sod for your face. <laughs> but does it does it continue to grow after yeah. that? Or? Yeah. I don't know. It, as long as you take care of it. Just yeah. get the Ronco spray on here. You'll be See, done. See, I've you'll actually thought of that, too, is the little, you know. I, I did Paco's that. I did that. You've done did you? spray when I went for my mohawk, and they did. It was oh, just I, like, yeah. yeah, do the eyebrows too. That's when I was. You angry. didn't do spray on eyebrows. No, it no, was. You did it, full on. You dyed your eyebrows. Them. You looked crazy. Yeah, you looked and he died, angry. He dyed his facial hair and his eyebrows a color, and I couldn't do the show with him that morning. Come on, you didn't <laughs> notice. I'm like, I noticed immediately. Or I mean, you did something. That's nothing. And they started getting grouchy because I'm like, all right, all right, because he looked mad all the time because his eyebrows were way wrong color. And then he finally admitted that Kirby, when he came home, got scared. His <laughs> <laughs> daddy looked furious. What's going on, swashbuckler? It's like somebody had a tough day at the office. Is that right, you old pirate? I love that. She ran down the hallway. It. All right. Yeah, she didn't like that at all. Arizona's most powerful. Powerful. Rock Radio Station. You want to get away, far away, to a place people aren't. You know what'll get you there? A Jeep. That's right, an off-road machine with a big lift and big tires. A rolling definition of go big or go home. And at Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can save big on every new Jeep during the Jeep Adventure Days. Happening now. Visit us at the Scottsdale Auto Show off the 101 and Indian School Road or do it all online at ChapmanDodge.com. Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Get more.